The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two, this is Fortridge. No line yet. Who's pitching? No numbers. TBD versus TBD. Uh, we're awaiting word. We've got a series price up for Los Angeles and San Diego. As we stated, San Diego, what were they? Minus 194, the Dodgers plus 166. I'm curious to see which way this starts to go. Um, let's see if it's been bet yet. And it is now. Yeah, 164. Came down two cents. I moved the number two cents, Finn, there on the. Um, no, I didn't. So, yeah, we've got Tony it's, Finn uh, with us. And so I love Tony. Tony's the best. It's like, oh, no, you're looking at the rough sketch list. Like, rough sketch, man. Come on, man. So, yeah. like, all right. Don't. I appreciate uh, It's good. I like you got some NBA futures in here. Philadelphia yeah, yeah, 76ers I, I, I played, to win the title. Well, I like the number. Uh, you, you have to. Uh, the 1700 is a pretty good number. Uh, that I got, so I think that in that you know in the East, I think with Boston's issues and and so a few of the other uh, a few of the other franchises in Milwaukee's no lock. I mean, seventeen hundred is a darn good price uh, for a team that we both know has a big man and the shooting guard that that can that can go into the NBA Finals and compete. Tony, Mississippi State, Will Rogers. Yeah, welcome to yeah. welcome to the neighborhood. Will Will yeah. Will Rogers has been killing it, man. They've yep. absolutely lit up their competition as of late. And they, Will Will Levis is back um, for yeah. for Kentucky. He's beat up, but he's back. Mm-hmm. I tell you, Will, Will Levis is going to be a good NFL quarterback. Uh, but Mississippi yeah, State's yeah. a football team that's flying under the radar. Mississippi State guys, they've won their last three football games by a combined score of one twenty-seven to fifty-five. Yeah. Um, yep. You like points in this game, Mississippi State and Kentucky? As long as, as you mentioned, as long as the uh, both wheels are playing, yes. If, if Kentucky's at full strength offensively, I like over 49. In fact, the 49 was the number I got. I already played it thinking, well, it's not going to hold serve. It, it, it's going to go up in uh, you know, 52, 53 in that area if, uh, if Kentucky's at full strength. And it's already happened. So 
I I believe that uh, he is playing, and I, I don't know if you've heard the official announcement. It sounds like you have, but that's what I need, and so I'll I'll sit on my on my forty nine and be happy with it. I think that you know the Mississippi State. You know, like I said they only have one loss on the season. They lost at LSU. Yep. Other than that, that's their only loss. And Will Levis has really climbed the really climbed the draft board uh, right now. We you know we told you guys coming into this year all about him, but interesting dude. He puts mayonnaise in his coffee. See, you're not the only strange one, Tony, in the world. Like you, you yeah, and Will Levis, you put mayonnaise in your coffee. <laughs> you don't well, seem like a coffee drinker, could... actually. I'm not. <laughs> you don't. Uh, I drink coffee, all kinds of coffee. In fact, I drink too much coffee. But and, Irish uh, coffee, I don't put mayonnaise. In. I put I, I put Adderall yeah. in mine. I don't put mayonnaise, mayonnaise <laughs> in my coffee. <laughs> I saw the FCC announced the other day that. Warning, Adderall could be addictive. I'm like, you guys are probably about 20 years late on telling people. (laughs) Hold on a second. (laughs) Level two, this is Sportridge. I am Gabriel Moretz. You know, pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustle, and everybody else in between. All right, we've got a full uh, stack show. Uh, come on. We've got Brent Beard joining us from Jacksonville, Florida in a couple of minutes. Heisman Trophy voter, First Coast News, college football uh, analyst. We've got Mike Detelier joining us in the Bayou. We'll break down. We'll get into LSU and um, and Florida in Gainesville, but yeah. we'll really focus in on the Saints game. But we got Tony Finn from Wager Talk just for a couple of more moments. Um, yeah. So TCU and Oklahoma State, another yeah. big-time game. Everyone's talking about uh, Michigan. So let me ask you about the big three on the way out here. And we can throw okay. USC in the mix, actually, the big four games. So Michigan, Penn State in the morning, Tennessee, yep. Alabama afternoon, Oklahoma State, TCU afternoon, USC, Utah night. We got about two minutes, four games. Michigan, Penn State, so you don't forget. Michigan, Penn State. Michigan, Michigan Penn State. I, I, I'm not high on Penn State. I, I've seen them play. They have a good game against Auburn. Teams bad. Give me Michigan minus the points here. If they don't cover, they, they're not going to lose this game. Gabe. Michigan wins outright, and I believe they'll cover. Looks like Bryce Young's going to be playing. You know, look at the line right. movement in this game. What do you think about the Vols, who haven't beaten Alabama since uh, 2006? Well, Tennessee's for real. I mean, Tennessee's better this year, and I like Heupel. I like his offense. People give him a lot of grief about a simple, simplistic and gimmicky offense. It's just not the case. Uh, you saw it last week. They were impressive, and, and they're going to be all in against Bama, but, you know, top to bottom, Bama's a better team. And if Bryce Young's healthy and throwing the ball around the field, they're going to win this game. They're going to win this game and, and uh, disappoint Tennessee fans once again. Hey, listen, TCU have done some great things. they got an explosive offense, but – how about Mike Gundy? 15-4-1, Tony. Last 20 games against top 20 teams against the spread. 15-4-1 ATS against top 25 teams last 20 times. Yeah. Um, 6-0 on the on the road last 6. 9-1 against the spread last 10 conference yeah. games. Man, yeah. hard to pass up the points here, huh? No, it's very hard. I didn't. I, I took the points, and I wish I'd waited. I took the three and a half thinking... I, this thing's going to go to three before it goes to four. I was wrong. It went to four. There's a lot of people. There's some sharp money coming on TCU. I don't. I don't understand it. Uh, give me Oklahoma State and a better defense and a better offense. I think even better than TCU. Ten seconds. Yes or no? USC Trojans or the U? No. I'm going to take the U. I'm going to take the U. I'm probably wrong, but I'm taking the U. Tony Finn and Strong. Great stuff. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular. The guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Late night continues. I am Gable Moretzi, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. And, of course, we welcome everybody listening in the Dallas-Fort Worth area on 97.1. The Freak, Brent Beard, steps up and in. He's not a freak. He is a Heisman Trophy <laughs> voter. He knows a hell of a lot about the SEC. And he covers football for First Coast News and more. Brent Beard joins us. Brent, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Uh, always, Gabe. And, man, what a weekend this is. Penn State, Michigan, Alabama, Tennessee. Uh, you've got NC State, Syracuse, USC, Utah, uh, Columbia State, TCU, just among some of the great games that we're going to see. It seems like I've said this for a couple of weeks in a row now that, oh, this is the best weekend of the year so far. But <laughs> <laughs> this one really is. This one really, really is. So let's start off. Let's start off uh, with a team that's kind of flying under the radar right now, but they shouldn't be. You and I talked about them, and I'm not surprised that they're 6-0 and uh, right now. The question is, is this, can they go 12-0? and Are they a 10-2 and team? Are they a 12-0 and team? Are they a 9-3 and team? Their schedule definitely toughens up, and I'm talking about uh, the Rebels. Uh, Mississippi rolling right now. Um, listen, man, Mingo is unbelievable. All right, so, you know, Mingo's unbelievable. School record, 247 uh, receiving yards, guys. And think about all the great wide receivers that Mississippi have had. So, Mingo was the um, SEC co-offensive player of the week. And I love this little tidbit that he shared the, uh, the, the player of the week in the SEC with Will Rogers, quarterback of Mississippi State, who was his high school teammate. I didn't know that. So that was his quarterback. That was his high school uh, teammate. So that that's pretty cool right there. But it is. Um, you know what's pretty crazy though, man? Auburn, thirteen and two all time in Oxford, and Ole Miss haven't beaten Auburn since two thousand fifteen. They that should change on Saturday, right? Yeah, it, it it will. There's really only so much Auburn can do right now. They really struggle to score more than seventeen points. Frankly, Robbie Ashford's. Um, but basically an average quarterback has shown some potential. I think they like him. I do not understand why Jarquez Hunter and Tank Bigsby are not on the field at the same time. That that would really help uh, Auburn. Uh, but again, their, their offense last in the SEC, 
winning her 12th nationally in scoring, uh, and I don't think that's going to get much better because this Ole Miss team, as you correctly pointed out, is playing well. Jackson Dart is um, coming into his own 448 yards last week, three touchdowns. We know about Zach Evans, who can run well. Quishon Jenkins, the same. Uh, and you've already mentioned uh, Mingo. Now, the uh, the defense for Ole Miss, allowing only 14 points a game, that's improvement. Where, where they have really matured uh, is in their ability to run the ball and their defense. Uh, and when you look at their schedule, the reality of it is for Ole Miss, they might be undefeated when Bama comes in in November, Gabe. The stakes are high, and that's what I love about college football. Every Saturday, the stakes are high. Guys, the Tigers opened up. It's 14 and a half right now. The Tigers opened up at 13 and a half. It was bad up. And just uh, this is an interesting side note for the game as far as where Auburn's program is at right now. So cover your ears, uh, Tiger uh, War Eagle. So, um this is the biggest. This is the biggest. Uh, the biggest spread. This is the biggest underdog Auburn's been against uh, Mississippi since 2001. Yeah, on over 20 years. The last time uh, Mississippi were this big of a favorite against Auburn was over 20 years ago, Brent. I'm not surprised the, the way that Auburn is playing right now under Brian Horson. Auburn is four and nine against Power Five competition. Only one and six in their last uh, seven SEC games. Uh, and this is a real problem, too, Gabe. Auburn's fumbled the ball 16 times in 22 quarters this season. Dear God, 16 times in 22 quarters. That's amazing, isn't it? Oh, it's almost impossible. It uh, just about <laughs> is. <laughs> like it's, so that's that's actually almost impossible. All right. Um, so what do you, do you think this game is a blowout? Uh, do you think yeah. it turns into a blowout? Mississippi yeah. blew up the Commodores last week. They, you know, Lane's not going to take the pedal off the metal, right? No, no, absolutely not. I don't think so. It, it it will. Now, Auburn will play hard, and I give them credit for that. They did the same against Georgia, and, and they hung in the game for about a half. But the problem is between injuries and just lack of talent right now for Auburn, it, it, it's really difficult for them to stay in the game very long with a team that has a lot more firepower than they do. Brent Beard uh, joining us. So the Georgia Bulldogs host uh, Vanderbilt uh, this week. Not a whole uh, lot to say about uh, this uh, football game. Uh, but as far as Georgia is concerned, coming off the 42-10 win against Auburn, what are you expecting uh, in this uh, contest uh, from Georgia? Uh, I think they'll continue to uh, fine-tune. I mean, Branson Robinson had 98 yards last week. Uh, in the Auburn win. Also, Dejon Edwards, 83. So they're developing more depth at running back, which they need. Uh, but that's going to be very important uh, because Kendall Milton uh, has been hurt. So that, And Stetson Bennett had a great second half, uh, did not in the first half. But, Gabe, here's the thing that, uh, that our listeners need to know. Georgia a week off next week. Then they're here in Jacksonville with Florida. And then when they get going, Florida, Tennessee, and then on the road at Mississippi State and Kentucky. So Georgia's toughest games, Gabe, they're still coming up. And for those of you thinking 37 and a half points is a lot of points, we should note Georgia beat um, Vanderbilt 62 nothing. Uh, yes. last year. Georgia have won 12 of the last 14 games, but we should also point out the last four 
uh, times that these two teams have played. Georgia have outscored them 178 to 33. Now, this is an improved Vanderbilt uh, football team, but this that's the great thing. And I'll tell you what, in the past, Brent, I thought that the SEC was top heavy. But there, you know what I mean? That you know, at, at, in the mid-tier and at the bottom of the conference, it wasn't quite as um, you know, it wasn't the heavyweights that everybody made right. them out to be. Right. This year is a little bit different. It is. Like there are so many teams that you you know you just talked about. Like we haven't even gotten to Tennessee yet. Yeah. Right. Um, there are just so many teams that are just in the mix still right now. Like Mississippi. Like put I guess the best way of putting it, Brett, there's a lot of teams that still control their own destiny. They do. They do. And I love this Mississippi State team, too. Uh, what we've talked a lot about Ole Miss, but Will Rogers and Mississippi State has been, frankly, well, they're on fire. Uh, they really are. Uh, there's no doubt. But see, you've got several teams that they're, they're at that kind of four and two range, like Florida, like LSU. Uh, well, how big is that game? Because uh, you know, Brett, what a big difference there is. Between five and two and four and three for a college right. football team. That's a massive difference. It's ma- like for, for the common, if someone was listening, well, five and two, four and three. No, no, no. Five and two and four and three. You know, like the winner of this game is going to be feeling pretty good about themselves with Florida and LSU. Well, in, in the back of your point, the, the difference in this is five and two against four and three. And I know bowl bids don't go out right now. I get that. But. You win some of these, when I, and this is another one. This is a 50-50 game. It could go either way. But if you win enough of those, your your bowl game could be significantly better uh, with, say, uh, two extra wins and what you thought you would get. And that's why a game like this between these two teams in LSU and Florida, I think is important because yes, they are both four and two night game on ESPN. This is going to be fun after Tennessee and Alabama. And this is actually a nasty rivalry. We were talking about Mike Atelier yes. earlier and he said, you know, it's a nasty rivalry that he goes, these kids really and programs really do hate each other yes. for real. And he goes, it kind of flies under the radar uh, a little bit. So, yeah, we'll get to this game. So more with Brent on the other side. We'll get into uh, K.J. Jefferson is back uh, for Arkansas. They go um, they go into Utah, into the mountains. And, of course, we'll get into the Alabama and the Tennessee Volunteer Tilt and more. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. 
If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. News called football analyst Heisman Trophy voter Brent Beard uh, joining us uh, right now. We're breaking down the big time college football matchups, focusing in on the SEC uh, right now. So the wheels have fallen off uh, for Arkansas, but they do get their quarterback in KJ Jefferson uh, back this week, which is a, you know which is a good thing because it's not easy going up there uh, into Provo to play uh, the BYU uh, Cougars. BYU coming off the 28-20 loss last week in Sin City to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Something that caught my eye and stands out the most about that game, sort of setting up for this game, is BYU's defense were on the field for 41 minutes, Brent, last week in Vegas. Yeah, 41 minutes. BYU ran 46 plays. Um, They were on the field for 41 minutes. I don't know if it carries over into this week. You've got the altitude. We'll see how the kids on Arkansas deal with the altitude. We should note Sam Pittman is 7-0 and in non-conference games. He's never lost a non-conference game, but uh, this is a tough, uh, tough ask. And BYU have held their own historically against the SEC. They played uh, 10 times against SEC schools. They are 4-6. and six. What are your thoughts on the Hogs and the Cougs? Uh, yeah, I, I love this game, by the way. BYU joins the Big 12 next season. Now, that's going to be interesting. I love this quarterback they've got, Gabe, Jaron Hall. Uh, now, he was pretty pedestrian against Notre Dame, but uh, he has shown a lot of flashes that he could be very good, Been uh, had been hitting 70%. Uh, of his passes. Uh, the thing with Arkansas, it is huge. KJ Jefferson comes back. I give Malik Hornsby a lot of credit, the backup quarterback, 8 of 17, 234 last week. The consistent for this team has been Rocket Sanders at running back. Leads the SEC. Yes, he does, uh, with nearly 700 yards rushing. The problem with Arkansas right now is their defense. They started 3 and 0, that they are now 3 and 3. AM, Bama, Mississippi State. So you're losing some pretty good teams. But the Hog defense at this point, uh, they are uh, the last team in the nation in 30 yard scrimmage plays allowed. So, and I still think Barry Odom is a good D coordinator, but this is, this is a game that they need to win. Uh, and they have a week off. Then they've got Auburn, Liberty, LSU, Ole Miss, and Missouri. So this Arkansas team, they still will have a winning year. They'll get to a bowl game. And I would still I still love Pittman. I think he still made tremendous progress with, with Arkansas. You know, I think BYU is the play here, Brent. They take yeah. pride in beating right. big-time programs like this. And it's interesting now they're going into the Big 12 because before as an independent they had a really tough schedule, and they wanted to have a tough schedule. And, you know, we'll play anybody anywhere uh, type type of deal. I do think it's a tough spot uh, for Arkansas. Because if you look at their two losses, and one thing we'll say, it looks like uh, Coach Freeman started to dial things up, right? I mean, the critics were yes. pretty vocal early in the season, but Notre Dame's humming along right now. We can't uh, dispute that. So, and you look, they lost, at, um, they lost at Eugene. And there's no shame in that. They were coming off that crazy game against Baylor. 
on on the Saturday night. So I do believe that BYU are going to bounce back. Do you agree BYU wins this football game? Yeah, yeah, I do, because Arkansas' secondary is, is frankly not very good. Now, they a couple of games ago, they, Arkansas led the nation in sacks, but in pass defense, they were among the worst in the nation. That that's that's amazing when you think about that. But yes, I I, I do agree because probably, uh, I, Gabe, can you see Jaron Hall having two bad games in a row? I don't think I can. No, not back home. And you know what? That Notre Dame defense is good. Right? They all, Arkansas is not. That's right. So that's the difference. Oh yes, that's that's, that's the big difference. All right, uh, as uh, Bruce Buffer says in the UFC. It's time. And it's crazy because Alabama are the third ranked team, but it almost feels like this is versus number one, doesn't it? Like, yeah. doesn't it have a feel like, all right, this is this is this is like that big time right now. And another thing I find funny, Brent, seems like when you and I talk, talk weekly, and I appreciate your time, sir, but when we talk weekly, a lot of these matchups against Alabama were saying, yeah, they haven't won since the year before Saban yeah. got there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yes. All these programs, the last time they beat Alabama was 2000, and it's always, you know, 2006, 2000, this. The year before Saban, it's it's interesting, like, the, the dynamic. And here's, you know, we have another instance uh, here. So Alabama have won 15 in a row against the Tennessee Volunteers. The last time um, was 2006, the year before Nick Saban uh, became uh, Alabama's coach. What's your take on this football game? What are your feelings on Bryce Young's health situation? And, you know, people don't – everyone talks about Hendon Hooker. I wanted to ask you this, so I'll just get right to it. Is Tennessee's run defense for real, or is it just because they're leading everybody all the time and teams don't really have to run against them? Because I tell you what, they're only giving up 89 yards a game on the ground, and this is a big key to the football game to me because we know about Alabama's power attack. I don't think they're going to want to get into a track meet. I think they're going to give the ball to Jameer Gibbs and look to play smash about football. Can the ball stop it? Well, I I think the reason they're playing so well defensively, now they are improved. They're giving up 98 yards per game. Last year they gave up 200. Oh, oh, that's awful. But uh, credit them for the improvement. The problem is – they are very susceptible in the secondary. And if Bryce Young plays, and I think he will, uh, that Bryce Young and the Alabama receivers can take advantage uh, of the Tennessee secondary. Now, uh, there's still some mystery to this game as far as who is going to play and who's not going to play. Jalen Moody, who is one of Alabama's leading tacklers, had a bruised kidney. He is going to play, and he is back. What we don't know uh, as far as Tennessee is concerned, uh, would obviously be questions of Mark Cedric Tillman, who had the tightrope surgery, one of their better wide receivers, and also Jalen McCullough, the safety who was arrested on felony assault charges. So that those are things to keep in mind uh, in the game. Uh, Gabe, week, Brian, I feel like you have the weekly uh, the weekly SEC arrest report. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Really. Uh, now. I think the reality here, there's two things to keep in mind. Number one, Tennessee's made vast improvement. Josh Heupel deserves uh, all the uh, the lauding and the plotting that people have done. But still, uh, Alabama has a better roster. And what I mean by that is the top 25 players for both these teams, I think, are pretty similar. Where Bama wins championships, Gabe's, is 25 through 50, Right. Uh, that that's said where the same thing. you said the same thing with my Michigan Wolverines last year. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 10, I was even a little less. I was like, you know, we've got 
12, like our top 12, 15 guys, 20 guys, okay. But as it goes on, the the, the depth of these teams is just yes. too much when when their backups would be starters on any other team. Yeah, oh, I agree. Yeah, and, and I think another thing here, uh, now Alabama's going to play a clean game. That's been a problem for them this year is way too many turnovers, and you certainly saw that yeah. against. Oh, sloppy, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A&M, they've got to clean that up. But some things to keep in mind here, too. Bama has not played a real complete game yet. This might be the time that that happens. Now, Gabe, I, I'm not a real believer in intangibles, but I do believe in in this intangible. The uh, These Tennessee kids, game day is there. SEC Nation is there. They've been told all week that they're going to win this game and how good they are and, and what a great job that they've done. But they have never had this much pressure on them like they're going to have for Alabama, this is just another game. Another uh, Saturday. Alabama has this every week, uh, and, and that's the thing that I think will make a difference in the game, too. Now, Gabe, help me on this. Cedric Hillman's out again, right? That's unfortunate. Yes, yes. My, my, my understanding is th- this was uh, Bama favored by seven, and now I believe it's up to nine. Now, what, now what that tells me, and tell me what it tells you, is – that I think Las Vegas thinks that Bryce Young is going to play. Is is that what that means, do you think? Yeah, I tell you what, odds makers don't have um, medical licenses or degrees, but they seem <laughs> to know more about health of football players than they doctors do. do. They do. They're taking money on it, you're right. As soon as I saw the nine hit, I'm like, well, Bryce Young's playing. That's right. There it is, Bryce Absolutely. Young's playing. They would not have moved it if they didn't no. believe that Bryce Young uh, was playing. My, let me ask you. We've got about a minute here, Brad. So my, what if the one thing, and I, I get the, all the intangibles that you talk about, what if Tennessee come out and just put 21 up on them early? That's what I want to see. Yeah. Like, if like, because we haven't really seen Alabama's right. offense been pushed, right? I mean, they were good against Arkansas, but pedestrian against a and pedestrian against the, uh, against the Longhorns. Right. Uh, what if Tennessee just come out and like, wow, we can't stop them. We got to get into a track meet with them. Well, well, that that would be a a tremendous challenge. And if that happens, uh, Bryce Young would have to play the whole game. They would the Bama's receivers would have to get more separation. They'd have to step than up. What yep. They've been doing. Uh, so uh, that I I would agree that that would be an incredible challenge. And also uh, remember this. Will Reichert, one of the better kickers in the nation for Alabama, as you know, Gabe, missed two big field goals against A&M. Yeah. I, I don't think that happens tomorrow. No, I don't think field goals will matter in this one. I no. think this is going to be a little bit different no. than that. No, I agree. Of. All right, so let's, we got 30 seconds, so quick picks. I'm going to take the Gators. I'm going to take the Gators to beat uh, LSU. And then uh, what's your pick? Mississippi State. Will Levis is back. Will Rogers versus Levis. This is a fun matchup. It Quick is. picks on the way out. Who do you like, LSU or the Gators and Mississippi State or, or the Cats? Uh, I like the Gators, and I think Mississippi State is playing so well behind Will Rogers right now. Uh, and uh, the uh, Kentucky offensive line has allowed 25 sacks already this year, Gabe. Yeah, Will Levis has been running for his life. Yes. He's got a bad hand and a walking boot. You know what I mean? No doubt. No doubt. It's like, like, which injury? How you doing, Will? Which one? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, which one? Seriously, he's got casts. He's got walking boots. (laughs) Tough kid, though. Hey, I love you, Brent. Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for taking the time to be. It was great insight, as always. Always, Gabe. Enjoy it immensely, brother. Take care.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gable Morancy. Sirius XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. The 50,000-watt juggernaut. The mightier 1090 ESPN Radio 97.1. The Freak. Dallas, Texas in the house. Let's send it to the Bayou uh, right now. Mike Dettelier steps up and in a lot of anticipation about the Cincinnati Bengals and the New Orleans Saints matchup this Sunday at the Superdome. Mike Dettelier. It's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us tonight, Mike. My pleasure. Thank you. So we we're talking about the anticipation uh, for this game. Professional athletes don't need any extra motivation to win games. They want to win every game that they play in, but it's no secret, Mike. Joe Burrow wants this one you know, bad. The Bengals need this one bad. And you throw out the, you know, the storylines, in which we got more storylines in this football game than an episode of Young and the Restless. The loser of this game is going to be two and four. Massive showdown, Mike. Yeah, no question about it. And um, one thing about Joe, um, you know, having covered him when he was at LSU and getting to know him pretty well, man, Joe fights you in a phone booth. You know, it doesn't matter if he's playing in New Orleans or Cincinnati, wherever. Last time he walked out that stadium, you know, he was the national champ in the greatest college football season ever for a team in 2019 for LSU. But, um, you know, they are a desperate football team. Uh, and in today's world, you know, to be honest with you, and uh, we've talked about this all week, two and four, you know, that doesn't really eliminate you from playoff competition at this point, but it, it sets you back pretty good. And, man, Cincinnati has been close in those losses. Uh, you know, I, I got a feeling here we're going to see a shootout between both these teams. And, uh, you know, Cincinnati right now, to me, is the better football team. I'm looking at a track meet as well, and the vaunted Saints defense coming into the year, Mike, that we thought would be one of the more elite defenses in the National Football League, quite frankly, hasn't been. No, they're in a witness protection agency. We hadn't seen much of that. <laughs> they're in hiding. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, Geno Smith, he lit them up last week, and they ran the football really effectively. So, um, and it's and the Saints got a lot of injuries on offense, and, and that's what's concerning to me. Uh, most likely no Jarvis Landry and no Michael Thomas again. 
And what's probable is that Marshawn Lattimore, their top corner, will not play in this game. So you you beat up, roll it into this. Everybody got injuries. You just got to deal with it. But at this stage, that Saints defense has not played up to the billing they had before the season started. And really only the changes is at the safety position. Yeah, now, that's, as far as that's really the, the the major part of it, without Malcolm Jenkins and Marcus Williams, and you know Tyron Matthew and and Marcus May taking their place, but they haven't gotten a great pass rush, and uh, teams have gashed them, uh, the Falcons, and then last week Seattle. And we've actually got three former defensive uh, players from the Saints that are playing with the Bengals right now. And this is kind of flying under the radar. You've got Von Bell coming back, Trey Hendrickson, and, of course, Eli Apple. Eli Apple as well. So, you know, I wanted to ask you about the 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 injuries coming into this weekend. So you talked about Lattimore. So Lattimore is going to be out. What about the offensive side of the football? Uh, Thomas Landry out again, right? That's what it looks like. Both of them will be out. And so, um, <laughs> you know, we, you saw a little bit of the Saints offense come to life last week. and It ran much better with Andy Dalton. And, you know, Jameis did practice a little bit this week, but with the back injury, you know, it, it didn't work for him. And he didn't get Alvin Kamara involved in the offense as a receiver. We saw Dalton do that, and, you know, Alvin hit big. And Taysom Hill, again, uh, I'll say this, you know, I've done this a long time, over 30 years. Uh, I can't compare Taysom to anyone that I've ever seen play in the NFL uh, in the modern-day era. But what he can do as a runner, uh, as a receiver, plays a little quarterback on special teams, uh, it, it's amazing uh, to see that guy out on the football field and what he can do. Hopefully he can stay healthy. But um, I got a feeling if you're going to play this game, you better play the over because I don't think either defense is going to stop one another. And we're going to kick it old school. We're kicking it with Mike Dettelier right now, but we'll go into a hockey, um, a hockey uh, term, uh, Mike. They call it the Gordie, uh, the Gordie Howe hat trick. You get a goal and assist, and you get into a fight. That's Taysom Hill. Like, he does it all. He'll give you a touchdown, passing touchdown, and block a punt. <laughs> it's the Taysom Hill uh, hat trick. So you talk about the Bengals just being a better football team right now. All three of their losses, Mike, have been decided by field goals on the last play of the game, which is just something that's sort of unheard of. If you think, look, they played well last week. They lost, you know, on a 58-yard field goal by, by, by Justin Tucker. You look at the game in week one, they lost the football game because they missed an extra point. I get the feeling that this Bengals team is ready to turn the corner. What are your thoughts on this matchup, and what's your prediction for the game? Yeah, I, I agree with you. And they, they're starting to run the football well, and I think that's a part of what they didn't do early on. Man, Joe Mixon's a stud football player as a runner. And you got to get him the touches there and sort of balance the scales with Joe. We, we all know, you know, and watching Joe when he was at LSU and with, at Cincinnati, Joe wants to hit the big chunk play. Now, that, that one of two things are going to happen here. One, Joe's going to get racked because he holds the ball a little bit longer than the normal quarterback will. And you can't cover forever. And eventually he's going to connect on that. But if you've got the running game going, and I see that with Cincinnati, they got the running game going, that uh, they're an explosive football team. And I always believe about the desperate team. I think the desperate team somehow figures out a way to win. And the Saints have not been a great home team. That's a fantasy. 
uh, over the last 10 games. They really have struggled at home. They did win last week, but, you know, they three and eight the last 11 games in the Superdome. So, you know, the fans want to bring it. Now, you know, the Saints got to bring it. Uh, I like the Bengals in this game. I, I think it's uh, a 30-27 type football game uh, between the two uh, clubs. Something in that range uh, between them, and I think both of them will. Whoever has the ball last, I think, will end up winning it. And I'm figuring that Cincinnati is going to be the winner. Mike, from 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 a betting perspective, we talk about trends uh, throughout the week, and the New Orleans Saints two and fourteen against the spread. Their last sixteen games against teams from the AFC when they play in New Orleans, one of the strangest yep. things ever. Like, why why do they struggle so much against AFC teams? I have no idea. Um, you know, it, uh, Sean didn't like to answer those questions. <laughs> he wouldn't have liked me asking that, right? Why did he struggle yeah, so yeah, much? You know, yeah, that. And uh, now I'd always bring up when they rush the football 30 times or more in a game. Yeah. Uh, Sean had a winning percentage of like right around 91%. And he was like, okay, so what you're telling me, you just want to start the game and rush it 31 times. No, it's not what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, I do know that if you can balance the scales, that your chances of winning are much better. But this team, uh, over the last couple of years, they have struggled in the dome. They really have. Uh, and especially, as you brought up, those AFC teams, and now you place an explosive AFC team and another young man from the area in Jamar Chase. Man, I, I wanted to him. ask you about him. I, I was just going to get to oh, him. Yeah. Good. Yeah, well, you told me. His... You told me at the camp. You said it was a Jarvis Landry. He said, I'll take this guy over any of our guys that came out of here. Um, funny story. This was uh, right when Joe Brady left the Saints to come uh, to LSU. And, you know, a lot of people were talking about the receivers that they had. And, um, Coach O uh, told him, so listen, guy, give Mike a call. He'll tell you about Jamar. And uh, Joe called me up. He's like, how good is he? I said, he's not good. He's going to be a superstar in college and in the pros. And he hung the phone up on me. Uh, I'm like, hello, hello. <laughs> so, you know, so a couple a couple of weeks later, he got the spring drills and everything, and he walked up to me and he was like, hey, coach, he said, uh, I think you're right about Jamar. I said, ain't no thing. Uh, I know I'm right about Jamar. Uh, Jamar is so explosive. His ability to make the big plays downfield. Uh, and he, with people up in the air, uh, vying for the football, Jamar is great coming down with it. And when he gets hot as a receiver, you best you best put more than one guy on him because he is going to smoke that guy. And uh, so, you know, it's big for him. Played uh, locally in New Orleans. And uh, to have those two guys together, it's awesome to see. Uh, and I know, you know, people there uh, probably before the game are going to be pulling for Joe and Jamar. But as soon as the game starts, you know, then it's going to be, hey, hey, you're on the opposing team, Jack. You're going to get your ass whipped. It's funny you you say that because Joe Burrow said, "I look forward to, I look forward to seeing the uh, the fans that um, that supported us." But I know that uh, they won't be pulling for me uh, this time. And I wondered about uh, that. <laughs> I wondered about True. that. There's just so much love though for Burrow. He's not even from Louisiana, which is amazing. No, he's not. But yeah, he might as well be, though, right? It's like Joe Burrow comes home. But as you stated, this really is Jamar Chase's homecoming. And just for everybody tuning in, Jamar Chase is plus 125 to score a touchdown. Yeah, I'll be betting that, Mike. All right? I'll yeah, be I betting that. Be too. <laughs> I, I would be, too. Uh, but, uh, you know, the one thing with Joe, he embraced this area uh, when he came 
you know, from Ohio State. And you embrace the people here. They embrace you back double. And so he became an honorary Louisiana. Oh, the parole, right? Remember with the jersey and stuff? Yeah, yeah. He became one. And then the crazy thing is how he got recruited here. They went to a restaurant. They ran out of uh, crawfish when he was there. And Joe wanted to try the the ball crawfish. And Coach Joe had to send a buddy of his out to go get some at another restaurant to bring to that one to satisfy Joe. But it was all good. He ended up dining with him. Sent to another restaurant to get some crawfish. See, that's only, you know the story, you know they always say, only in New York. That's where you get only in New Orleans. See, yeah, we sent our guy over to the restaurant down there to get some crawfish to bring back uh, to this restaurant. So, uh, Mike, before we get you out here, we appreciate your time, man. We got about a minute left. College football. The Tigers are in Gainesville this week, but I know you've seen this volunteer team up close. What are your thoughts on the Vols in Alabama or Tennessee ready to take this next step? And what's your take on LSU, Florida? We got about a minute, minute and a half left on the way out here. If Bryce Young plays and and it's okay, then Alabama wins. Alabama's the better team and certainly better on defense. But Hendon Hooker gives them more than a puncher's chance. And without Bryce Young, Tennessee's got a shot here. I think got a shot, and I think they'll hang close. But I I still somehow, some way, man, it's hard for me not to pick Alabama and Nick Saban. LSU, Florida, these teams don't like one another. They hate one another. Uh, it, it's one of the best rivalries that you don't know about. Really? It's it, that nasty, huh? They really hate each other, huh? What? Man, oh, I guarantee you. You, know, you pass in, in front of Tiger Stadium when they play Florida. Man, they, they barbecuing live gators in, in front of the stadium. So, you know, that they they got a lot of hatred between one another. I think this game's close. I think LSU in, in Florida, it'll come down to who has the ball last. I would flavor, favor Florida a little bit because of their running attack. I don't know what you're going to get out of Richardson, who's hot and cold as a quarterback, but I can say the same thing about Jaden Daniels uh, for LSU. Um, you know, so man, uh, on this one here, I, I probably would go with the home team in Florida in Gainesville, but I think it's going to be awfully tight. Uh, I, I think this will come down to a field goal. At least they won't have fog like it was the last time when Cade Yard kicked one uh, to win it. At least we might be able to see the field goal go through. <laughs> Mike Detailier, uh with us. Yeah, they're going to beat the crap out of each other uh, on, on Saturday. Mike, it's always a pleasure. I know you're really busy this week. Uh, great stuff. Enjoy the weekend, my man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You know, you know, baseball players, they seem to be big on it. You ever notice, like, football players, if they lose a Super Bowl, they don't really hang around and watch the other team celebrate. Baseball does. They all sit there like the Blue Jays last week. <laughs> I saw a montage of the Blue Jays uh, after they lost to the Seattle Mariners, and they literally all stayed. And they watched the Mariners celebrate and stuff, and, like, some of them were crying. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, I get it. You don't want to let it go. It's one of those, it's, it's rough. But I cannot believe San Diego are up. You know, shout out to all of our football guests tonight. My mind is just like, listen, we've got $75,000 on the line here in the Super Contest on Sunday. Team Reunited, shout out to our crew, Steel City Steve in Pittsburgh, Vegas T-Bone in Denver, who uh, was in, uh, well, he's all over the place, but he's currently in Denver right now. He spent enough time in Vegas to be called Vegas T-Bone. I think he might be Taco T-Bone now because he's also in Mexico, whatever. He's a gambler who uh, drifts. <laughs> and and uh, and Y2 Casey, who's an MMA handicapper for SI.com and me. So about five years ago, I think it was 2015 or 16. I don't know. I'm not good with years. Whatever year it was when the Broncos and the Panthers made the Super Bowl, we finished in eighth place in a Super Contest, which was a you know a great accomplishment. We won $56,000. And we played together like a year after or something. Like for we played again for a couple of years, but it fizzled out. You know, we didn't win again, and you know we drifted. And it was me. Uh, you know, I was in Vegas, and I said, you know what, guys, whatever. Let's whatever in the past is in the past. Let's just let's just have some fun with this. Well, here we go. We're tied for first place coming into this mini contest for seventy-five thousand dollars, and I will share our picks for it. next. This is Sports Rage. 